ia mātātua, horauta, tākitimu. Kia mihia mai koe, ki ngāuri, a o tūpuna, a toroa, a porourangi, a kahungu. Whakamaumai mā teu poko o teika, ki o kāwe maha, ia raukaua. A, ka piki mai, mā runga i owaka, ia kura haupo, ia aotea, ia tokomaru. Kei parininihi, mā ue mai angi mai, ki mōkau, ki manga toatoa, i tāma ki makaurau. E huri toka nohi, ki te tai toko erau, ki o tūpuna, oroto i ngā tōronga maha, mai i a te rongo pātū tau. Ka whakangaroa tu ai koe, e tama, ki tua mori ānuku. Haere, te puhi o tainu, moe mai i runga o taupiri, i te urunga o te kahurangi, ka o te atu, koutou, te rārangi kīngi, ki te pō. Ki o, ki o, ki e, eha toia te waka. Ki o, ki o, ki e, eha toia te waka. Ki runga ki te maunga, tū mai nei. Whakatakotoria ki te ngaro para para koa. Mehe te te waka, e. Mehe te te waka, e. Mehe pitau whakarei te 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 kurao te waka. Luca, I wonder if we could talk about kuroki. Perhaps um, it might be an idea to bring one of his lines down through his own canoe, as written by, um, by Peite Hurinui himself in his book Portatau, the Tainui line, starting from Oturoa. Oturoa, Otuope, Otumatapu, Motai, Ue, Raka, Kakati, Tawao, Turong. Turongo married Mainarangi from the Takitimu area and the east coast, and from them came Raukawa. Raukawa begat Rereau, Maniapoto, Te Kawairirangi, Runga Terangi, Huruina, Te Kawairirangi II, Te Kanawa, Parengaope, Rangi Maora, Te Kaurangi, Te Rauangaanga, Pōtatau Te Uerowero, the first Māori king. And there was his son, Tāwiao, Tāwiao begat Mauta, and Mauta begat Terata, and from Terata came Koroki. Koroki was um, greatly helped by his people, and I suppose the, the greatest influence behind this man was his aunt, Tepuea. She was the granddaughter of Tāwiao through her mother, Tiauya. And Tiauya was a uh, sister of Mauta, that's uh, Koroki's grandfather. Well, I know Koroki as a person. He was quietly spoken. He had a lisp, very modest, but he had enormous charisma. Wasn't the sort of man to uh, seek prominence. Wasn't the sort of man to uh, dominate a gathering. He carried enormous mana 
and no doubting the charisma that he had. Did Pei at all play any part in uh, Kuroki's reign? Well, let's put it this way. Pei was a man who worked quietly behind the scenes, mm. and no doubt about it, he would have been one of the main persons consulted by both the Pua mm. and Kuroki. Oh. I see that throughout his Puropuroaki, he concentrates on taking Kuroki's spirit around the country rather than concentrate on his genealogy and uh, his status and standing within Waikato. Uh, but that's, that's the secret of mm. the success of this particular Puropuroaki. Mm. Peitorinu Jones evokes the right kinds of emotion in this particular context and on the particular occasion. I thrilled to it when I first heard it. I thrilled to it. And, I, and I'm an East Coaster. I think besides the fact of Pei uh, uh, recognizing that uh, Koroki had links with uh, all the tribes, he recognizes too that um, the King movement came about as a, as a result of national concern uh, for the people and that there were others chosen. This comes out uh, more vividly in his writings where he mentions um, different people who were selected to be king when Martin and um, what was his name, Tami Anateraipara, went around. And uh, in, in this book he's got the connections, um, not only the connections of Koroki and his uh, ancestors to the other tribes, but also to those others who were selected at the time. Uh, in the Porourangi area, Ngati Poro area, he brings out the Wakapapo Tekania Takirau and, and uh, Potatau. Mm. In Te Arawa, the links from Pikiao, where uh, Potatau comes down through Ekemaru. And one of uh, Pikiao's other, other issue, Tamakari, uh, comes right down to Tamoao. In the Kaungunu area, it was Karaudia and Te Apuku. They were the ones uh, approached. And they come through Taraya. And the King family come through to Purupuru. Mm. In Wanganui, it was uh, Topiaturo, who shares a common ancestry with. Uh, Portatau through Rereau and Wakatere. Of course, there's other links. And in Tuwaretoa, there's Te Eueu. In Taranaki, Ruaputaanga. So all these things, I think, Pei was aware of not only the just the genealogical ties, but also aware of the these other people. You quote the Waikato Pepea, saying about themselves and this was quoted uh, I understand uh, when the the lot uh, fell on uh, Koroki's ancestor Potatau where this was said ko taupiri te maunga ko waikato te awa ko waikato oropounam e piko etaniwa e piko etaniwa taupiri is the mountain Waikato is the river, Waikato the swallower of greenstone. At every bend, there is a taniwa. At every bend, there is a taniwa, implying the chiefs. And no doubting, you know, about the emotions that the mention of Taupiri Mountain evokes in people. Inia Tewiata, 
told me that he was in London when he heard that uh, Princess de Puer had died. So he worked his way over to the BBC to listen to uh, the Maori news from New Zealand. I did the Maori news that night and I uh, made mention of Fautopiri. And not so much mention of the Puer that made him cry in the BBC, but mention of Taupiri Moan. Well, we can uh, discuss at this point the Poroporoaki itself. After he greets the people, he makes it quite clear that this man who has passed on was of a very high chiefly rank. These are my greetings to my ariki. Tēnā koutou katoa e whakarongo maine. He mihi tēnei nāku mō tōku ariki mō kīngi koroki. Further down he mentions King Koroki as Etama, my son. Kahu mai ai Etama, tō tira i te aramauta, ki runga o maunga tautari, ki te hikonga uira, i runga o whare pūhunga, i rangitoto. Well, the, the whole Puropuraki I see, Ruka, is very brief and, and concise mm-hmm. and contains a lot of geographical references. As Bill has already stated, that he taking Koroki's spirit around the country for, for his final journey. This is typical Maori approach to Poroporoaki. Would this type of Poroporoaki be used for, say, somebody not holding a high position like Koroki? No, then um, you, you'd be guilty of exaggeration, you see, mm. and, and Marius would be sensitive to it. That type of opropoaki is for a high-ranking chief. It's only appropriate to him. Mm. Or you know, someone who's really been around the people late. The Maori makes great use of the canoe symbol and canoe imageries. Uh, among the, um, the old people, a wrecked canoe is symbolic language for a mutiny out at sea. Or if it's a poem by a woman, a wrecked canoe is a broken marriage. Or a canoe cast ashore is a lover rejected. He talks of King Kuroki there in spirit paddling on a canoe and he says haere irunga yowaka travel on on your canoes not just one canoe but canoes haere irunga maunga kōrero a o tūpuna paddle on over the hills known and talked about by your ancestors. Then he goes on, travel over your famous mountains, over the famous mountains of your ancestors. And then says, Your canoe is now afloat, O Ariki, upon your river Waikato. Then he says, The waters once rode by your ancestors. It evokes the right sentiments, the right emotions in the Māori listener. Kahu mai ai etama, tōtira i te aramauta, ki runga o maunga tautari, ki te hikonga uira, i runga o whare pūhunga, i rangitoto. Ngā tohu e nā, ao tūpuna. 
takahia e koe e tama, te araki rotorua nui aka, ka te atu ai koe, i te rotoiti. Kei kona e tama, ngā wai kaukau, ao tūpuna, orunga i a tērau. Pei himself enunciates his words beautifully. You note that he, the stress he puts on the verbs in all his sentences. The first word is the verb haere. Depart, O king, beyond Pairau. Haere runga yo waka. Go upon your canoes. Kore watu to waka. Now afloat is your canoe. E huri toka nohi. Turn your face. Ka ahumai, then turn towards. Takahia ekwe, tread the path. The sentences commence with a verb in every instance. This is known as the primacy of the Māori verb. The verb being the, the first word in your sentence. And more particularly, if it's a kind of sentence that expresses a wish, a hope, or where a command or semi-command is given. Pei here is careful to cover his own area first. Yes. Different parts of Waikato. He mentions Waikato itself. Uh, then Te Awaru, Kāuia, Maunga Tautari, all these places where he's supposed to go around his own area first and then branch out. Haere runga yowaka. Haere irunga i ngā maunga kōrero ao tūpuna e moe nei te whenui. Kuare wātu tōwaka e te ariki. Nā roto atu i tōawa i waikata. E waipounga hoe mai nā o mātu. E huri toka nohi ki te hauau, ki whāingaroa, ki aotea, ki kāwhia. I think in all he covers about ten main areas by not, not actually naming place names but going for the canoe, which is more widespread. So he, he doesn't falter by missing out a, a place name, an important place name. And he, he plays it quite safe by mentioning the canoe. So after he actually mentions Waikato, Maniapoto, as Ruka has said, he goes over to the Hauaru, that's to, to the Taranaki area, then he comes back inland towards Otorohanga. Mm. And from there he moves over to the Rotorua area, to the Te Arawa Canoe. He says quite a bit there. And yes, he, yeah. And he covers my area by, uh, yeah. by mentioning Prorangi. Yeah, Prorangi, he mentions the canoes first, the Mātātua for the Bay of Plenty, Horota, and Takitim, covers the whole east coast. That brings him really down to Wellington, to Raukawa. Then he goes back up the country to Taranaki, mentioning the canoes, Kurahaupo, out there, to Auckland, to Tamaki Makauro, uh, to Taitokero, where he mentions another ancestor, Rongopa to Taonga. And from there, he, he almost stops and then they farewell the spirit who goes to Morianuku, the last place where the spirits actually look back. 
And from there, his... At Cape Farewell. Yeah, he, that's where his journey as the Clay Poroporoki perhaps finishes. He can no longer go any further. Takahia e koe e tama, te ara ki rotorua nui aka, ka tei atu ai koe ki te rotoiti. Ke kona e tama, ngā wai kaukau, ao tūpuna, o ngā tipiki ao, orunga i a te arau. I tō ara tāne mai, i a tama te kapua. He only mentions two tipuna names, Tamate Kapua, from the Rotorua area. And uh, I suppose that's concentrating perhaps on the closer ties of the King Tanga to those two areas, to Te Arawa and uh, Te Rarawa and uh, Aupauri. It's proper, of course, that he should uh, mention uh, Tamate Kapua because of the alliance and relationship between the Tainui peoples to whom uh, Koroki claim uh, descent yeah. and um, Tamata Kapua, the captain of the Arawa canoe, because however you look at it, the traditions of Tainui and, uh, and Te Arawa are so interlocked that the only explanation you can come to is that the two canoes came from Hawaii to New Zealand together and upon r- arrival here they separated, probably came out as double canoes with the house amidships. Is the Tama Tamate Kapua line down to Oroki, straight through Pikiao, and down to Ekemaru, Mauta, Ruerata, Tapaue, Teputu, Tawiakiterangi, Tuata, Terauanganga, Portatau Te Weroero, the first Bowery king, and then down to Koroki himself. Very close links with the with the Tiarawa people. You should never be forgotten that the core subject in Māori I mean, the language is taken for granted, but mm. the core subject in Māori scholarship is whakapapa. Yes. The ability yes. to tie people up from one tribal area to another. Mm. And it's the master of the whakapapa who is the top scholar. Mm. And pay, of course, apart from uh, grasping the scholarship of the Pākehā, mm. also grasp the scholarship of the Māori. I'm interested in the, the function of these geographical references. How do they uh, function within his Poroporoaki? Well, I think the basis of it really is mana. Mm. You know, he's mentioned all these places because uh, Koroki is connected to all those areas, to the people of all those areas. Without uh, bleeding it to the world, he's established the mana of, of Koroki in, in the Maori way through uh, genealogy. So I was wondering about uh, his choice here, instead of a... Well, normally they would sing away at the tongue, I suppose. But here he's, he's taken a, a chant. Oh, it's quite logical. He's, he's, been, he's used the canoe symbol right through. Ki o ki o ki e, e hatoi a te waka. Ki o ki o ki e, e hatoi a te waka. It is one of the uh, several Maori forms of, um, what shall I call it, a sea shanty. Here, of course, the speaker has addressed himself to the spirit of Kuroki, now across Murianuku, way up in the north of the North Island, and on his way to, to Tereinga, that is to Cape Farewell, from where it leaves this world to enter Pairau, the Maori spirit land. Haereki Pairau 
ki te huingo te kahurangi the Māori's whānau saying, Farewell to Pairau, where the souls of the elect linger. In one sense, he is farewelling the spirit of King Kuroki, now on his journey to his resting place at Pairau. And, of course, it's appropriate to come out with a canoe-hauling chant, emphasising the fact that as the spirit has gone to its final resting place, so should the canoe find its own resting place here where the Māori people live. So the thing balances out. And uh, this kind of of tau or tauparapara may be used by the orator at the commencement of a speech or at the end of his speech as he sees fit. And I think it's completely appropriate that Pei Tehudinui Jones has used it at the end of his poroporoaki or farewell speech to King Koroki. Kio kio kie, eha toia te waka. Kio kio kie, eha toia te waka. Kirunga ki te maunga, tu mai nei. Whakata kotoria ki te ngaro para para koa. Mehe te te waka, e. Mehe te te waka, e. Mehe pitau whakareite te te kurao te waka. Of course, uh, before a microphone, probably he was allowed only three minutes, and uh, having a, a, a tangi would have uh, prolonged the, uh, the whole thing. But back on the marae, oh yes, he'd uh, finish up with a, with a way at the tangi. He probably would have uh, recited a lot of papa papa too. Mm. Yeah, we ought to correct that. Almost every teacher of Maori language says that the way of the tangi is sung at the end of your whaikōrero. It's not my experience as a child. That's right. That's right. I mean, a good speaker uses the, the, the way of the, the sung poetry to um, elucidate, explain points that he's um, uh, making in his, in his whaikōrero. He might deem it necessary to take a couple of verses from a particular way because it confirms what he has said in the genealogy or some other relationship that is clear in one or other of the many weyata. And the old Whaikōrero uh, people would, uh, sometimes they'd sing three, four songs yeah, before right. then, and that's time right. didn't matter. But I think it's because of pressure or time that we have come to tag on the, the weyata only at the end. It almost ends up as an entertainment. I'm not talking about the old people. Were they not uh, particular what type of wayata uh, or karakia they do? Long it's, it's a karakia, I remember, well, it's this only 20 years ago or so, but when most of the people were, there were a lot of old people around then, uh, a person could be doing a waikōrero, he's performing a waikōrero on the marae, and then one of the women folk uh, 
And the company might hear him say, say refer to something, and she'll just call out while he's talking. Oh, none other way. Here's the yes, song to go right. with what you're yeah. saying. He used to be uh, uh, quite a notable role of woman to uh, intercept a speaker and say, oh, here's an appropriate uh, way at and up she'll stand and lead it and or take uh, from the way at the two or three verses, uh, assisted by other women. If this was uh, actually at the tongue itself, um, these are sort of things that would be of course, going back on. on the marae at Ngaruawahia, where uh, King Kuroki uh, laid in, in uh, state, doubtless, you know, the old forms would have had, uh, well, they would have uh, observed the, the old style of, uh, of paying tribute to Kuroki. <laughs> This program was produced for the Continuing Education Unit of Radio New Zealand from material supplied by the Centre for Māori Studies and Research of the University of the Waikato.